Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. So let's start a focus on gaining clarity, gaining insight, and just as important, gaining confidence. One of the things that I'm seeing consistently throughout leaders, organizations, teams, is a lack of confidence. I want to talk specifically today about confidence in making decisions about other people. Now, it could be yourself. Maybe you want more confidence in making good decisions for yourself and about your life and your development. Or maybe it's decisions about other people. It may be hiring, maybe developing people, maybe thinking of promoting someone, uh, maybe thinking of working with someone or creating a collaboration or a partnership or some kind of an affiliation that would benefit everybody. But here's the fly in the ointment. The lack of confidence that we're pretty sure that this is going to work out and it's going to be good. So that lack of confidence is being driven by a lot of different things. It's being driven by volatility in the economy, in our world, uh, with all of the things that are going on in our world today. It's being driven by new generations coming up and different values, different perspectives. There are many different things that are driving this uncertainty this lack of confidence that I'm seeing throughout organizations and, frankly, throughout individual people and their lives. So let me start with a question to kind of kick this off in a way that I think will give you insight into how to gain more confidence in decisions about people, whether that's you This isn't decisions about your life and what you want to do, or maybe it's decisions about other people. First, think of it this way. What gives you confidence? Did you know confidence is an emotion? A lot of people don't think of it that way. I've had leaders and owners of companies look at me and say, no, 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 no. Confidence is not an emotion. It's a feeling. To which I just stay silent because what do you say to that, right? Actually, you're right. It is. Um, Whether you call it an emotion or a feeling doesn't matter. The reality is confidence. You know when you're feeling confident about something. So what are the elements of that when you know you're feeling that way? Number one, you have a really good feeling that it's going to work out in a good way. It's repeatable. It's something that maybe you've done in the past and you have confidence about being able to do it again successfully. 
You have a lot of clarity. You can feel good about the amount that you understand about whatever the situation is and that you can come up with a good solution or a good outcome. Another way to look at this is when I'm confident, I know where to go and I know what to do. So I have good direction. So let me come back to a second question. What would give you more confidence about collaborating and making decisions about other people? So whether it's collaborating with or partnering with or trying to bring in new clients, anytime people are involved, there is an element of uncertainty, especially if it's someone you don't know very well. The reality is, though, there is a way to gain more clarity, more insight, and, of course, more confidence. But it isn't just wetting your finger and holding it up in the wind and try to get a sense of where is the wind coming from. That's not the best way to really identify and validate what you're feeling about a given situation related to another person or a group of people. And that's where I think it's a good place for us to say, okay, wait a minute. Surely there's a science for this. There's a science for just about everything. Surely there's a science that's going to help me be more confident about the decisions that I make about people. And thankfully, the answer to that is yes, there is. So let's just focus from a leader perspective. And we're all leaders. We lead ourselves first, and then we lead other people. So whether you're an official leader that has a title of leader, or whether you're leading yourself and leading other people through your influence, through your actions, through sometimes even your service to other people. Let's focus from a context of leadership. Leaders often find themselves in complex situations that require multifaceted decision-making. However, the problem is there's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lack of comprehension of what the situation is, which really comes out of a lack of comprehensive data. And all of that can lead to uncertainty, insecurity, especially where people are involved. And this is where multidimensional assessments can be a game changer. So why multidimensional assessments? This is a newer term that I'm using to try to describe. If you think about a challenge that you have, especially when other people are involved, it is rarely a singularity challenge, meaning it's just one single thing that you have to resolve. It truly is multifaceted. Therefore, you need multidimensional measures to give you the clarity and understanding and data that you need to make your very best decisions. And this is why 
I'm talking about multidimensional assessments. Why should we even think about this? What does a multidimensional assessment do for you? Well, first, and there's a key word here, comprehensive insight. A package of these assessments, that's why I call it multidimensional. It's not just this personality assessment or that strengths assessment. That, I, I, I get this all the time from people. Oh, this has been great. It's been wonderful for us. That's all we need. We don't need anything else. I absolutely guarantee you, you can never make your best decisions about other people from a single data source, which is these magic bullet assessments that companies market like crazy. I'm not saying they're bad assessments. So as a good friend used to tell me, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'll give you a minute to work that one out. Bottom line, I'm not saying they're bad assessments. They're just not enough by themselves, especially when you think about dealing with people's lives, their, their work, their jobs, their careers, their future, the way they think about themselves, their self-worth, the trustworthiness that you work on growing within organizations. There's so many things that are impacted and that's why multidimensional assessments are so important. Comprehensive insight. The assessments I'm talking about offer a 360 degree view of a situation or a person or a team or even a leader covering aspects such as emotional intelligence, different skills and competencies, personality traits, communication styles, work styles, cognitive skills. I mean, you can go on and on. And obviously, just in those things I just mentioned, there's no one assessment that does all of that, which is why someone like myself can talk to someone, understand what they're trying to gain insight and clarity about related to people, and then bring the right assessments in the right sequencing to give the very best information possible so that people can make their best decisions and get their best outcomes. Multidimensional assessments enable more informed decision-making. Here's another thing they do, risk mitigation. When you leverage data analytics through these multidimensional assessments, leaders can identify potential risks earlier and they can avert crisis situations more often. That's a big deal. An organization thrives not just by growth, but by avoiding things that are harmful, and that is risk, or at least unnecessary risk. Another thing that you can get out of multidimensional assessments, a validation of your intuition. A lot of people will say, I'm great at hiring, no problem. <laughs> Not as many as used to be, to be honest about it, but, oh, I'm really good at this. I'm good at dealing with people in this area. It's not a big deal. I just use my gut. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Intuition is important and it's a part 
of what you're doing. But I guarantee you, people who live by that have also suffered by that. I don't know anybody who is perfect when it comes to just using their intuition. This is where multidimensional assessments really support and validate and maybe even challenge your intuition. But isn't that the point behind making your best decisions? Sometimes we need to be challenged. Sometimes we need to be validated when our intuition is right. Because a lot of times what I see is people will avoid making a decision because they don't have data to back up their intuition. And then that slows everything down. There's an important concept here that I want to stress, and that is confidence. We've talked about it already. Confidence through informed decision-making. That is what multidimensional assessments can give to you and to anybody who utilizes them. How does that happen? How do you gain more confidence by using these? Well, first, you have empirical data backing you up. This is a science here. This is true science that is being used. When a leader's decisions are supported by robust data, they can proceed with increased confidence. That's a big deal. The more confident you are in your decision-making, the more effective you're going to be long-term and the more successful you're going to be. The second thing is consistency. With a standardized set of metrics, leaders can make consistent decisions, enhancing their credibility. I've talked before about the trust equation. Trust equals credibility plus reliability plus connection divided by self-interest or self-orientation. Basically, am I putting myself above other people? But notice that credibility is a key element in building trust with others. And that's just common sense, right? The third thing to think about as far as gaining more confidence through multidimensional assessments, engagement. We hear the word engagement all the time. I wish I had a dollar for everybody who said, we did an engagement survey. We did a climate survey. We know what our engagement level is. Yes, but do you know what to do with that now? Do you know how to drive that score up? Do you know what that looks like? What does it mean? Using assessments indicates a leader's commitment to a fair and evidence-based set of decisions. Now, that's really important as a leader because it's not the leader that's judging whether the decisions they make are fair and evidence-based. It's the people they're leading, and it's people around them that are making that observation and judgment. So if you have good data backing you up, you can point to that as a big part of your decision-making process as a leader. Uh, It boosts morale, and it really boosts the leader's self-assurance and confidence. So there's a lot of pluses to using 
this data-driven approach that we call multidimensional assessments. And if you don't get anything else out of this today, if you want to increase your confidence in making good decisions about people, whether it's yourself or you and others, whatever that is, whatever that set of people is, this is the way you do it. You get good data. You get validated data that will either support your intuition or challenge it, helping you make even better decisions, which by the way, generates more confidence. So it's a cycle and it keeps going. Google did research around this, how to build the perfect team. And there were some surprising truths that came out of that. The key of that, I'm not going to go into all of that, but the key is very simply the data-driven approach that they used lent a greater sense of confidence in shaping organizational policies. So they used good data from multidimensional assessments and observations. An observation is an assessment by someone who's qualified to make a good observation. So incorporating multidimensional assessments into a leader's toolkit can drastically improve the quality of their decisions. It not only benefits the organization, but also fortifies the leader's confidence in steering the ship through uncharted waters. And I don't know about you, but in my entire life, which now spans two different centuries, I've never seen a time where we had more uncharted waters. So just a quick recap. How do multidimensional assessments increase confidence? Greater clarity plus deeper insights equals greater confidence. What are the specific benefits? We haven't really talked about the benefits of multidimensional assessments. We've talked about the science of it and how it will help a leader grow their confidence. But let's just talk about the benefits of of having a data-driven culture that uses multidimensional assessments. First, holistic understanding. Assessments that include things like emotional intelligence, personality traits, mindsets, trust measures, coachability, response to conflict, and, and so many more. Those are all assessments that I use and I feel are extremely beneficial and very insightful, provide great information and insight for people, especially when used together. It provides a much more comprehensive view of an individual, uh, of a situation, of a team, of a leader. Uh, What does that do? It provides a lot better decision-making and, in addition to that, more and better alignment with organizational needs. Alignment's a big deal. It's getting harder and harder, especially in virtual workplaces, remote workers, The alignment process is getting more difficult. This is a way 
to really accelerate the ability to create alignment is through this data-driven process. And that is, by the way, the next benefit, data-driven decisions. Bottom line, I don't know anybody that owns a company, and I know a whole lot of company owners or CEOs and or CEOs and or COOs. I don't know any of them that don't use data in many parts of their decision-making. Financials, um, manufacturing, I, I can think of so, I mean, sales. Oh my gosh, talk about a data-driven department. Sales is, you know, track the numbers. But when it comes to people, the human assets in an organization, it is rare to find an organization that does it well through a multidimensional assessment process. And that's a shame because it's so easy to put this into place. And you get so much better insight, so many better decisions that come out of that process and better outcomes. And here's a, here's a secret. When you implement something like that in an organization, everybody that gets involved in that sees it as an investment in themselves and in the organization. That's a big deal because you know what that drives? It drives engagement. So data-driven decisions really make a difference. And it's objective data. It minimizes bias. It makes the decision-making process better. It can be particularly beneficial when you're developing people, doing performance evaluations, succession planning, team formation. I mean, this is and should be at the heart of organizational development. Here's another benefit, cost efficiency. By identifying the right fit early on, and maybe that's a hire or a promotion or putting the right team together, but being able to identify the right fit early, organizations can reduce turnover, they can reduce dysfunction, they can reduce so many things that waste organizational resources. Now, if the multidimensional assessment effort is done correctly, there are some very interesting and powerful new tools that are a part of this, and that is predictive analytics and artificial intelligence. And those are both part of the assessments that I bring to people, the assessment packages, the multi-dimensional assessment approach. And there are others who do the same thing. Um, don't, don't settle. And again, okay, this is just my opinion, but don't settle for just doing an assessment because we can check it off the box and, oh good, we had something we did and it gave us a little insight and now we're good. Why would you settle for a mediocre approach when an excellent approach is available and the cost difference is not that much? So let's talk about what predictive analytics and 
artificial intelligence bring through this, this data-driven approach. Number one, risk mitigation. We've talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, predictive models. This is a little different. That was more about leaders and, and mitigating risk from a leadership perspective. Now we're talking about predictive models that can forecast future performance, cultural fits, reduce the risks of bad hires or bad promotions, putting a team together around an important project that, and I see this, uh, and I want to share a quick story with you. I saw it just the other day where a client of mine thought they had a good team put together for a brand new and very, very big client. And the team was highly dysfunctional. There wasn't, this is a new client I haven't had much time to work with yet. And I asked them to please use the multidimensional assessment approach before they put that team together. But in their words, we don't have the time. That cost them. And I'm not pointing a finger at them, and I'm not saying I told you so. That is not who I am, and that's not what I will do. But there is a cost to going into something without the best insight you can get. You know, if if you walk into someone's home that you've never been in before, and you put your hands over your eyes, and you try to navigate their home, you're probably going to bump into a bunch of stuff when all you need to do is open your eyes and get better sight. That's what I'm talking about here. Yeah, it, it sounds a little preachy, and, and I apologize for that if it came across that way. It's just this is so simple to put in place, and it is going to pay for itself. I've seen it a hundred up to a thousand times over that, that these approaches pay for themselves. But now we're adding even better tools like predictive analytics and artificial intelligence. Think of the automation that you can get with AI. And I'm using AI extensively now in many of the things that I do. And the, another one that is so common sense but so overlooked, consistency. AI ensures that the same set of criteria is used for evaluation, leading to a more consistent and reliable set of decisions. That makes sense to me, right? The, the more alignment and the more reliable we can be with the way we make our decisions. So where does all this come down to? Well, very simply, if you were to incorporate a multidimensional assessment approach into organizational strategy, that is the fuel to drive sustained growth and robust organizational development. When you couple that with the analytical power of predictive analytics and AI, the assessments we're talking about can significantly elevate the quality of people decisions, ensuring more efficient, productive, and even a harmonious work environment. Consistent confidence with people decisions. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode 
or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.